Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Drinks with Dan. I'm your host, Dan, and alongside me, I have, again, frenemy number one, Richard Bernie. Richo, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you, buddy? I am doing pretty well. Uh, good to see you. Um, I just want to say thank you again for helping me move. Well, was it two weeks ago now? Um, oh, yeah. No problem. Appreciate that. You are a good, good frenemy. You know, I try. I try my hardest. I'm going to crack this. I got a woodchuck hard cider pumpkin. Oh, yeah. This is Drinks with Dan. It wouldn't be Drinks with Dan without having a drink with Dan. So you were drinking a cider today, of the woodchuck variety. I like woodchuck that. I find pumpkin it, cider. I find, oh, I've never had their pumpkin. I find their ciders to be very earthy. Like it tastes like a mm-hmm. real cider, not like a, yes. like a watered down crap. Yeah, I don't like um what's the the other one that every bar has this one cider. Like down east. Um, see, I like down east. But I don't like um Crispin. Is it Crispin cider? Uh, I don't know. I just find one of them to be very watery. Okay. Um for me, I, I was telling you off pod, I have a little a little tickle on the back of my throat. I feel mm-hmm. like it might be a cold coming on. Probably mm-hmm. not COVID because I got the vaccine, but I got a little tickle in my throat. So I'm going to be drinking Scatterbrain. It's peanut butter whiskey. Um, okay. I don't know. When I was at, uh, where was I at? Um, Total Wine, checking out. It was like at the checkout aisle. And I like peanut butter whiskey. And she's like, oh, this is way better than the screwball. And I said, all right, well, let me give it a shot. So here goes a little shot. Yeah, that's peanut butter whiskey. Yep. All right. As you, so you've never had this one before. I've never had this one. I've had the um, the other one I just mentioned, the screwball. Screw yeah, I've had that yeah. too. I think I still have uh, some of it in my freezer, actually. Yeah, this is very good. That uh, definitely warms the back of my throat. So I like it. Okay. A little, little burn, a little burn on the way down, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's whiskey. You know what are you gonna that's, do? That's the whiskey for you. Yeah, burn it. I mean, I honestly I can't remember the last time I had. Peanut butter. I think the last time I had peanut butter whiskey might have been at the Fiddy's house at their Christmas party last year. Yeah, 2019. It's been a hot minute. Oh yeah, it would have been two years ago now. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mary Beth and Fiddy. Congratulations to them. They just had their first little baby boy. Yep, little tiny guy. Compared to compared to Lavallee's, he's a little tiny guy. He'll yeah, be a yeah. cheerleader for uh, Lavallee's kid. Seriously, the valley had uh, definitely an abnormally large baby, especially for him. Like he's a little midget too. So I mean, yeah, granted, this baby's gonna be bigger than him in about mm, four years. Yeah, probably, probably. He's gonna go from holding the baby on his shoulders to the baby putting him on his own shoulders. He's me bench pressing his dad in like six years. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, for Chris sure. only, you know. The valley only weighs like 120 pounds wet anyway. So, yeah, yeah. So um, it's definitely going to be not too long before he's getting thrown around in the pool and then bench pressed. So, yeah, it's definitely going to happen. So, how's everything going with with how, how's everything going with your house? By the way, because last I saw, you know, obviously I was looking in the big uh, appliances for you, but uh, it looks it looks yeah. good so far. So the house is basically done they were going to do the certificate of occupancy today so yeah. they said that once they get that from the city we can close any dime after today so there is a few things they have to do like yeah we like you help me bring in the washer dryer the oven all that stuff all of that is basically in except for they haven't installed the washer dryer yet and they needed to hook up the fridge to the water line Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like plugged in, but they can't hook it up to the water line until they like finish painting behind there because they had to like fix something. I don't know. So um, it's basically done and moving ready as of probably today. Nice. Um, so I potentially could be moving in as early as this week. I think it'll be more next weekend. Like I booked a rental truck for next weekend. I'm not moving. Right. Yeah. This week, unless, unless they close, unless I get the paperwork today. I'll change the truck for Saturday, but I have a high suspicion that that's not going to happen until next week. Um, right. 
so yeah all the big stuff is in except for like they wouldn't let me by i guess by law you can't move in any of your personal goods until after you close um so like obviously the dressers aren't there the furniture isn't there it's just the appliances that are in there um the siding was done they were they were waiting for the air conditioner to come in like they have the they poured the concrete patio for it and like they have the wires all going out there all they have to do is literally sit it there and plug it in Mm -hmm. so waiting on that um but i don't need that for another few months so i don't really care um the heat is on that's all i care about you know right exactly Um, yeah that's so exciting though that's gotta that's gotta be exciting to like you're, you're you're getting to that finish line finally like I'm, I'm ready to close like a week ago. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't care. Like I just, I need to get on my own and, and enjoy my life. Um, so I was actually yeah. over in that neighborhood, uh, like all last week, really delivering uh, across the street over like Connecticut and uh, mm-hmm. all, all the, the, the state streets. Yeah, the manor. Yep, I was delivering all up in the manor, up and down. Um, I can't think of the road now. Begins with an F. Fizoth or something Forsyth? like that. Forsyth? Forsyth? I think it's Forsyth. Yeah, but it's at Forsyth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was horrible. Absolutely yeah. horrible. Um, it's a very long, windy road. I don't know too much about the area, to be completely honest. Um, I figure it's once I like, move like in there. Like you said, a lot of, lot of long, long, windy roads, and I was delivering out of a U-Haul, so a Penske truck actually. So, cause we didn't have enough Brown trucks. So that made it even more tough. Well, I rented a Penske truck for next weekend. I got a 26 foot truck coming. So, um, yeah, nice. Looking, looking forward to that bad boy. Um, it was actually cheaper to rent it. I said, I pick it up in, um, like Putnam and I drop it off in Westerly and it only cost me like 200 bucks for two days on unlimited miles. I'm like, yes, yes, I'm doing this. So that's kind of weird. Well, U-Haul, you pay by the mile. Like, I don't know how you guys do it with the company, but like right. for, for us, we have to pay, like you get like 30 or 50 miles. And then after that, you have to pay like 50 cents a mile. And I'm like, no yeah. way am I paying 50 cents a mile when I have to go from Plainfield to Griswold to my house to then I have to go pick up furniture and then bring it back to the house. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. So give me mm-hmm. a one flat rate and that's what I'm paying. So that's what I'm doing. I'll have to look into that then because uh, I never thought about using Penske. I know Lavalley used Penske for when he moved into his home. Um, I forget why he had to use Penske, but probably because it was ended up being a better better rate. But uh, I know for me to go down to Virginia with a U-Haul, it's going to be close to like 800 bucks with the mileage. So I wonder if uh, Penske would be a little bit cheaper. It's interesting. For sure. Because uh, Penske, you don't pay by the mile. It's like a yeah. flat fee. So I'm paying... I think after taxes and fees and everything, then they had like a 10% discount for January. It came to like 230 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Um, I'd be curious too, as, as far as, uh, especially for me, cause I'm going from state to state. So that might be a little bit different. You know what I mean? Cause I know most moving companies don't like when you take it cross country and then you don't bring it back. So I know U-Haul does, does like that. Cause that's how they move their, their inventory around. Um, yeah. And then for Penske, they had like a, a they had two different, like rates they had a what i did was a one-way rate which was cheaper than an in-town rate because an in-town rate you had to bring it back to the same place you started right and i'm like well let me look at the price difference and it was actually more money to do that and i was like i'll just bring it to like westerly and i don't really care it's an extra 20 minutes and i'm not i'm not paying for miles who cares right so um yeah that was the better deal for me i looked into budget penske u-haul um budget there was the only place close to us was like old Saybrook and you had to pay by the miles for that too. And I said, no, I'm not going to go drive to old Saybrook then drive to Plainfield and then drive right. back down. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So Penske was my best bet. I would recommend them for you. That's what I've got. Um, I, no, no, I, I took Penske when I moved from Philly to here too, because it was a one-way rate and mm-hmm. down there, I ended up picking it up at a, at a um, Home Depot is where they had them sitting at. And then when I brought it up here, I brought it up to Norwich and that was it. And it was a one flat fee back then. I'm just going to go to UPS and just take one of their trucks. I know where they keep the keys. I was just going to so. say, like, can you can you just take their U-Haul truck or whatever and just call it a day? Like, <laughs> I wish. If you're using U-Haul, might as well. 
So I'll just sign in on like Matt Danielux, uh username there and stuff go. like that. So yep. Put Matty yeah. D in there, and then exactly. you're good. To, you're covered. You're covered. You, you kind of look like him. You know, you got the douche hair going on. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'll use his <laughs> his uh, his company gas card. I'll swipe that from him. So, yep. perfect. It'll be it'll it be a nice cheap little little cheap little move. Yep. Um, you still looking at going down to Virginia in the, like March ish? It's really any. So I just actually got off the line with um, the uh, union down there. Uh, earlier today and uh it could be it could be february it could be june essentially so but they're definitely gonna that, keep you in the union uh so it's a different union because we're local 493 up here they're 822 down there so there's no like cross union uh transferring so i would i would basically have to reapply go through that whole so you'd business. be a new hire i'd be a new hire but since I already have the six months experience, no crash history. Um, I got a letter of recommendation from the center manager. So it really shouldn't be a problem for me to, to get a spot in there. And plus there's so many, um, I didn't realize this. I know that because, you know, with unions, you never know what union is part of what and all that stuff I can assume, but you know what they say. So Mm -hmm. down there, there's uh, a center in Suffolk, Chesapeake, Virginia beach, Norfolk, so that's all within a 30 mile radius of each other. Yeah, I was just say that's that's an hour drive right there. Between yeah. All of those. If, if, yeah, if you want to hit every single one of them, you can literally get to all all four of those in an hour. There's also Newport News and Hampton, which is across the river. Um, that's part of the same union as well. I found out today that there's actually two centers in Virginia Beach. Probably I know there's one on the Virginia Beach side of the Norfolk Airport. Then you obviously have the Virginia Beach Airport, so I'm assuming there's a center close to that because we typically have centers near airports, especially when they're international, like Virginia Beach and Norfolk both are. Um, so realistically, I'm looking at getting into any one of the seven airports or any one of the seven centers, right? Um, right. Which is a lot better odds than up here, where it's just one in Waterford, here. Yeah. yeah, Waterford and Basrah. Like so. Um, so, yeah, and they said that it really shouldn't be a problem to get me into either one of the Virginia Beach locations, which would be great because, you know, again, Virginia Beach, it'd be where I'm looking at is not too far as far as uh, living, not too far from the Virginia Beach airport. So it would be about a 20 minute ride to the center towards the one nor near Norfolk. Um, it'd be like seven minutes to the one in Virginia Beach. And then to my kids, it'd be like another 15 from from my home to to their house would be 15 even from the norfolk to their home i think is like 20 so still again in a perfect radius and in a, in a good area um so that's exciting that's exciting too it's gonna I, you know i can't I, I honestly can't wait to get down there obviously to see my kids and stuff too but i'm excited for that pseudo city life you know what I mean? Like, you know, because you, you lived in, you know, I know Philadelphia is different in Tampa. Where is it Tampa? Yeah. I live in Tampa. Yep. That, that's, um, they're obviously different than like Norfolk and Chesapeake and Virginia beach, but in comparison to Norwich, Connecticut, I mean, it's like Norwich, Connecticut is like the countryside. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so yep. quiet. And so, you know, things are shut down by anywhere from eight to you know, even the convenience store down the street closes at four every day yeah. you know whereas like down the gas there, station is closed when i leave for yeah. work and come back like it's already closed so right so I, and then again down there with it being as you know also since you were you were just there like last year or the year before i believe mm -hmm. um with it being a military uh location you know that's a huge i don't know just upswing as far as like nightlife and just things just being open and and being able to do stuff, you know what I mean? Zoo, aquarium, the botanical garden, you got a slew of different breweries down there. And, uh, you know, the, what's that, that fort you went to that's near that Oogle Finch? Oh, it, yeah. It was like, it, it was it, like right outside that Oogle Finch. Um, but I don't remember the name of that fort, but there's all sorts of stuff down there. All sorts, like, man. The good so thing with that area, around that. Yeah, the good thing with that area is like, you're an hour away from DC or Baltimore, you know, you're, two and a half three to philly 
Um, and then you can go down south and go three mi- three hours, and you'll be in the middle of freaking nowhere or in the middle of the mountains in the Smoky Mountains. Like you're, right. yeah, even Richmond. Richmond's only Richmond. I think was only like two, almost three hours away, something like that. Yeah, it's 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 a prime spot for being close to everything. Um, and then, like you talking about the bases, like you, if you took the sub base here in Groton and multiplied it by about ten. Right, they, right. That's about what their braces are down there because they have, I think it's three bases all within that area too. Yeah. Um, so it, it's definitely yeah, huge there's, on, on that there's, front. There's one in Newport, there's one in Norfolk, and then there's one, I believe, on the edge there's of the airport Beach also. Yep. Yeah. There's the airport there. So there's three so, bases there all all real close. Um, so, yeah, you, you'll definitely have fun with the, the, the nightlife, the city life, the food. Um, yeah. You know, if you want whatever, you're going to have whatever because – there's nothing like compared to Connecticut. It's like, what kind of pizza do you want? You know, down there, it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, I'll get a, I'll get Chinese one day and I'll get Vietnamese another day and I'll get um, Mexican another day. And they like all have legit stuff there. Yeah. It's like legit. It's like literally, what, what kind of, what flavor pizza would you like today? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So again, I'm, I'm real pumped about that. Um, you mentioned about uh, the bases too. I'll never forget the first time I went down to uh, Portsmouth, which is right outside of Norfolk. And, uh, you know, just driving by and it was at night too. And I'm looking out the window and I'm just like, man, these buildings are freaking huge and they're so close to the freaking bridge. And then I realized that, Oh no, those are battleships. Never mind. Those are not, yeah, those are not. Wait, uh, wait never, till you see your first realized, aircraft carrier. Yeah. I never realized how big those freaking things are until I'm seeing, I'm like, Whoa, these things are massive. I'm cracking yeah, open the other at, drink. I, you know, I had I had two drinks, so now I got I already finished the the, the cider. Now I'm going for the tall boy. I got the Goose Island, Goose Island uh pint or IPA. IPA. Yep. I think Goose nice Island classic. only makes IPAs, but I could be wrong. Um, but good for you for going for the tall boy. I'm still. You would know better than I would. My peanut butter whiskey here. Um, but I will say my throat feels a lot better. This is amazing. If you ever feel sick, you just drink. That's all. That's the that's the moral of the story. Yeah, sweat it out, drink it out. Yep, do it. Um, but yeah, like you, the an aircraft carrier, I think is twelve or fourteen stories high and like fifteen hundred feet long or something like that. I could be wrong in the the um, measurements, but ridiculously huge. Have Ridic- you been they on go, an aircraft carrier? A carrier, well. Because you've done yes like helicopter no. stuff, so I didn't know. Yeah, so like there's an aircraft carrier in New York City, the Intrepid. That's a museum now. I've been mm-hmm. on that, and then I'm trying to think of. I've been on another one. Um, no, I, I've been on a landing craft carrier, so that's different than an aircraft carrier. Okay. So they have they have an aircraft carrier which shoots like the F-18s and F-35s off, and then they have a landing craft carrier which looks kind of like a um, aircraft carrier, except it's smaller it has only one little runway on it and that's where they use like the harriers on they have a lot of helicopters they use now the v22s off of those things so those are the helicopters that take off like a helicopter that fly like a plane they like the tilt rotor thing okay um so they use that for that so i've been on one of those um in pensacola when i was at that base um but i'm trying to think if i've been on like an actual not decommissioned aircraft here i don't think i have um I've, I've seen them. I've seen a million, like not a million that we have like 12 of them. I've seen a few of them and they are massive, massive hmm. machines, um, nuclear powered. Like they don't have to go in for fuel. The only time they have to come in for is for food. Um, so they stay underway for ever. Um, right. So very, very cool machines. Have you ever, um, cause you've been to DC plenty of times, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I was in DC. When's the last time I took a tour of the white house. Trump was in office, so it had been, uh, and I was in Philly, so it would have been 2017, 2000. I would like to do that. 18, yeah, I took a tour of the White House. Um, it was okay. It was just whatever. Um, mm. You couldn't really tour it. You just walked through it, and you saw, right. like, mm, I don't know, six, seven rooms. Um, Did you feel like, like when you would walk through, tour. you were like, you know, because you've seen that, that X-Men movie with Nightcrawler, like, running around and stuff like that. Did you feel like in any way like yeah i can i can fuck some shit up right now like i can take this place over if i wanted to um probably not because you had to you had to enter through the back gate 
and you had to go through two check, three checkpoints that were like going through airport security on steroids. Um, you had to do the x-ray machine and all that. And then you had to get patted down and they had a dog right there. And then there might've been one more um, like uh, metal detector or something that you had to go through before you even got into the entryway of the white house, which is their basement. Um, so to get even onto the grounds with any, if you want to do any sort of hard thing, no, like what happened on the Capitol a couple weeks ago could never happen in the White House. Like you could never, ever get that close. <laughs> I've, I've been um, to the White House. Uh, I forget why for one of the, my ticket trips down to DC, I don't remember why we were there. Um, and we were outside the gate and stuff like that. And that was pretty cool. And, um, you know, these guys that, you know, running around with their, like, giant guns and everything like that you know guarding it obviously and i was like you know because i'm the asshole that i am i thought you know what this would be a fun drinking game this would be how far could you get (laughs) how far could you get is is i think would be a fun drinking game i don't think the payoff would be worth it you know federal prison all that stuff possibly shot in the head um but i still felt felt like it'd be a fun drinking game yeah, no, I would not think you could get anywhere near there. Because, like, the first guy you walk up to has, like, an MP5, and you're like, wow, I didn't even know that those were authorized. Um, so, it, 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 like, it, it's crazy. And then, um, um, yeah, like, you couldn't you couldn't walk up to the White House. Like, I had to get my tickets in advance of the White House, like, three months in advance. I had to go and fill out this form and then write a letter to my senator and then have Jeez. them approve it. I had to go, you had to go to the Capitol to pick it up at your Senator's office. And then you had to show up at that date. And at that time, and if you were more than two minutes late, you were out. Um, so it was, it was a real pain in the ass. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think you could get anywhere near the white house if you wanted to play that game. Okay. Um, yeah, I would, I would not suggest it. And also side note, those secret service guys, can shoot really really good i shot i'm sure so so when i was in new jersey um i was on obama's presidential detail twice and um they would come to our range and come shooting and i'm not the best shot in the world like i could shoot an Mm -hmm. m16 fine i could shoot a shotgun fine pistol i can't shoot a pistol for shit okay Um, that's that's good so so yeah if you're if you're coming to break into my house you're fine because i don't unless i have my long gun ready um (laughs) you're like hold still Hold, hold on. I got to get the sniper. Just wait one second. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Let me go get, let me go, let me go get, yeah, just hang on. Yeah. Hang tight. But no. So the secret service guys, they actually let me um, shoot with them and they were like giving me sh- like tips and trainers. These guys could snipe with a pistol from like a hundred yards away. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't even hit a tin can from 20 feet. Like you guys are, <laughs> so then you when, guys are so, absolutely could, insane. So this is funny because you don't watch movies or TVs unless they're like war stuff. So, have you ever seen the movie Shooter? Shooter is that that sniper movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yep, okay. yep, I've seen that. Um, yeah, I, I've seen that. I'm, you know, you guys talk about movies all the time. I can't, I, I can't remember the last time I watched a movie, even on TV. Like, I, I don't even know. Well, I'm curious. I'm curious because like like stuff like that or like the Jason Bourne sagas, like those always fascinate me. You know, especially when he's going up against these guys that are like you know, ex-military, ex-secret service, and he's just messing them up. And, and like, I wonder, do you ever yeah, just sit there and like, you're, I was going to say, do you ever sit there and like, this is horse shit. That wouldn't happen. But then you'd like watch a Batman movie and you're like, Batman's awesome. That's how I imagine, <laughs> that's how I imagine you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Batman probably kicked the ass of most secret service agents, but no, um, I don't know. Like, um, hang on. Um, so, trying to think i'm trying to think of the last movie i saw that i'm like you know what this is probably realistic um uh, i can't even think like the batman i've never seen the new batman movies to compare uh that to the i think the last the last batman movie i saw was with christian bale um that was him right yeah i don't even know their actor yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought i saw his trilogy i i don't even know how to compare um that too yeah i got nothing i got nothing on that i think also I the alcohol this, there's, is, there's uh, this, have you watched the jason bourne stuff the jason bourne no no i have there's four only, movies of those things so that's a lot of them 
with Matt. So Damon I will feature, say, anyway. speaking of Matt Damon, I will say I I listened to your podcast and I have watched all of the Oceans movies. Okay. Um, I even will eight? definitely say, yes, even eight. I was okay. uh, highly disappointed at eight. I was hoping for a little more okay. action. Okay. Um, Eleven is by far the best, even though that is a reboot of the original. Right. Um, 12 and 13, I thought they were trying too hard. Okay. That's all I got. I liked them. Um, so I, a lot of people didn't I mean, like I, them. And I, you know, I, I, re- I liked the third, the third, see the reason why, okay. 13 kind of hits a little better for me than 12, I think. Um, and I, I, again, another reason why I like 11 so much, not only because it was the beginning of the trilogy, but they're both featured in Vegas. And mm-hmm. I've said this before. I love Vegas. I can't get enough of Las Vegas. I really, really can't. And I, th- you don't like Vegas. Mm-mm. I think that's no. so weird because you're Dude, huge... This is why you and I need to have a podcast where we disagree on life because this is where yeah. I disagree with you on. It's, because... it's funny because you're an addict. You're an addict gambler. You love to gamble. Oh my God, I'm not an addict gambler. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time I put $10 in the machine. You kidding me? Um, I know. I can see the but, itch. You're just like, you're like, oh God, I need to. I know. I've been pulling out my hair. That's why I'm so bald. Yeah, like, I need exactly. to go. I need to go. But no, no, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm um, surprised that you haven't gone. They haven't like sent you like free rooms and they're like, we'll, we'll pick you up in a helicopter. Just get so out here. I have here. gotten the free rooms. I just, I'm just like, you know what? I, I'm buying a house. I need to, unless they're going to yeah. pay me to stock my house, like I'm good. Um, you know? Well, that's how you Maybe get those free gifts, right? Done. Even the free gifts, I'm like, they're like, they wanted to give me like an umbrella with the brand on it. I'm like, no, I don't want a Foxwoods or Mohegan umbrella. Like, no, I'm good. I don't want a winter hat that says Foxwoods. No, you're not going to entice me to come to your casino right. if you're giving me this shit. They're like, ooh, $10 right. bonus play. And I'm like, $10? Oh, boy, that's going to last me all of two, two bets. Like, no, come on, give me a break. Give me something worth coming to and I'll go spend my money there. Right, you know, right. Vegas, Vegas, I went to for like four or five days. It's a decent – if you're going to go with a bunch of guys for a week on like a bachelor party, then it's worth it. Um, if you're going for a vacation and you want to go and see a city, definitely go somewhere else because there's not <laughs> much there. All all the casinos are run down. You're being constantly bombarded by strippers that definitely have gonorrhea on their $1 bills. I've um, never been bombarded by one stripper in Vegas. As soon as we left, like I, we were went to, we, so we, you go from one casino to another really, because like the one we stayed at was Bali's. We were going to another casino to go to a restaurant or whatever. And, like yeah. as soon as you leave yeah, one casino, you're walking down the strip. Yeah. You bounce between them. You know, we would eat at Paris yeah. or we would eat at like, uh, I think we ate at the Flamingo or cause I think the Flamingo has, uh, like Margaritaville or so. So it was some, some little like thing like that. Nice pool. My first tits I saw there actually. Chick just yep. walked up to um, us and was like, look at me, and just flashed her tits. And we were like, cool. Yeah. Nice yeah. to meet you. Yep. Yep. Hi, Las my name's Vegas, baby. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> but no, like, you literally, you would go from one casino to another. Um, I mean, granted, they're a lot closer than going from, like, Mohegan to Foxwoods. But, you know, it's walkable down there. Um, yes. Or you just take the little hop-on, hop-off little shuttle thing for free down the strip. But anyway, there's the casinos there. Compared to here, I think we're spoiled because they were built this century. Um, right. You know, down there, you're walking in and you could just like scrape the cigarettes off the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, you know, it's just not very classy. Like the machines there are like straight out of 1970, like the lights. Like it, some people like the nostalgia factor. I don't, I don't like it at all. I want something modern. Mm-hmm. I want something clean. Um, their non smoking rooms smell like smoking rooms because you have to walk through the whole place. Like, See, no, I, I think good. that's like, the big thing. That's the big difference for me, too, because when I first went, I went to Mandalay Bay. It's a very nice casino hotel, you know, and correct. I stayed in one of the newer, newer, newer wings uh, of it uh, facing the mountains and the airport uh, MacArthur to the left. Um, McCarran. Yep. Yeah. McCarran. That's it. So it was phenomenal because I got to see the planes come in, the, 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 the rocky, the mountains. I mean, it was a gorgeous sight. I was looking down at the pools. I mean, it was perfect. Um and then when I went the second time, I stayed at Caesars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the, I don't know exactly what hotel it was. It was the newer one, though, that's next to the Bellagio. So my view was looking at the Bellagio fountains. 
So I also That's got very, for, I was, I was, I was very fortunate and it really wasn't that, I mean, we got the room comped for the week, but even the price, I think it was around like 200, which mm-hmm. to me is not bad for two Queens. You know, it was a real good size. I mean, the, the, honestly, the, the hotel room is the size of my apartment. I know that's not saying much because I do have a tiny apartment, <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, in, in Vegas hotel property, that's pretty big. That's, you know, uh, something this big over here at Mohegan or um, Foxwoods, that's like a suite, you know, like that's a, yep. that's a big, large room. Um, and again, so I got to see the Bellagio fountains. I had a direct view of Paris. I mean, it, it was awesome. And um, I didn't, when I would go to the other casinos, the older casinos, it was just to eat, you know, very little shopping. So I didn't get to really experience the, the older side or the more budget-friendly, I guess, if you will, side of Las Vegas, too. Yeah, I think the best thing about Vegas was, and I'm a, this is going to show you how lame I am. You ever cool. watch TV, and on Animal Planet, they have, like, this, um, this I think it's called Tanks, or Tanked, um, where they build custom fish tanks, where we went to there, and we met a couple of the guys that are on that show that make these tanks, and we saw these cool fish. And it's like a, basically a mini aquarium in there that sells okay. their shit. Yeah. Um, so we went there and saw them and that and we went to the and we went to the Hoover Dam and then we went to the Grand Canyon while we were there, too. So um, I didn't get to literally do any of the... those. Um, you definitely, by the way, just throwing this out there. I totally see you as an aquarium guy. Like you would be a guy really? that has an aquarium with a bunch of different like weird ass fish. And you'd be so pumped about like, Look at this. <laughs> Look at this like 13 That's... inch long shark I have in my starfish. It's so funny because I was literally telling that to my wife the other day. I'm like, you know what? We should get a fish tank for our house. And she's like, what? That's so dirty. And I'm like, no, th- think about that. The cat would love it. It would bring some color into the house. She's like, no, oh we're like, no we get a saltwater tank. I'm like trying to hype it. See, up. that's like, what I'm saltwater saying. Saltwater tank. Yeah, exactly. You're like, we'll name this one like, Nemo and this one Dory. Yep. yep. It'll be great for the kids. It'll be perfect. Yeah, no. Um, right. That's so funny because I literally had mentioned that to her like probably two days ago now. That's hilarious. Um, see? I hate that I know you so well sometimes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we went to the Hoover Dam. We were there for, like, all of, I don't know, 20 minutes. We walked along the – there's a road there. You walk along the road there. You look down. You're like, oh, that's a long fall. And then I would would not be looking down. We went to the Grand Canyon. We're like, yep, that's a big hole. And then we left there, too. Mm -hmm. That was, like, a a three-and-a-half-hour drive one way. I was like, this was a wasted day. But at least we weren't (laughs) spending money in Vegas. So – yeah, no, I didn't get to. Do, I mean, I I I played golf, uh, two rounds of golf out there, so that was good. Uh, we also got really lucky too. Like again, within the twelve hours of us landing and playing, my my boy hit for nineteen grand. So, damn, like, you know, and I hit for a thousand, and I I made a thousand dollars in fifteen minutes on Wheel of Fortune. That's really really good, man. Yeah. Um, so, so between the two of us, we, we cleaned out $20,000 in the span of an hour and, and the span of us, we, we, we checked into our hotel, I think like five, almost six in the morning. And right. we were on, uh, we started gambling around, I don't know, probably six, seven o'clock at that, that following night um, at mm-hmm. Caesar and just hitting it. Boom, boom, boom. And I was like, I'm done. You know, I hit that wheel, I hit 500, then I hit another eight, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good, yeah. I, I'm happy with that. Um, yep. I will I will say, like, it would be a good time, especially to, like, like when Adams gets married, we need to go out there for his bachelor party. Absolutely. Because they were, they were building Topgolf when I was there, like an actual Topgolf, not like the shitty one at Foxwoods. Yeah, the one, it's, uh, a, it's like, over by um, MGM. Yeah, um, like, they were building it when I was there, and I'm like, this would be legit to go to with the guys. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there's like that giant Ferris wheel. We were going to do that. We looked at the pricing. We're like, we're not paying a hundred bucks to go drink for a 30 Yeah, minutes. I saw that too. But with the guys, it'd be worth it. But like, but like for me and my wife, we're like, man, we can go do this for free somewhere else. Yeah. Cause it's like each little capsule of the uh, Ferris wheel is a bar. Yeah. It's, it has a bar. It's unlimited alcohol, but it, you only have what 30 minutes it takes to go up and down. Um, I can drink so... a lot in 30 minutes. This is true, but I'm like mm, hundred bucks to go sit there in a pod because they're 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 it's not like a it's a Ferris wheel, but these rooms are the size of a garage. Like you could right, fit yeah. you know, 10, 12 people in these things easily with a bar in the middle. Um, so yeah, it'd be stuff to do, but 
I was like, eh, I could I could go be happy drunk somewhere else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be a fun thing to do with strippers. Rent it out. Or hookers. Get a bunch of hookers in there. Just go to that town. Would, put no, them, hookers would be put way them up too against expensive. the window. Put them up against the window. <laughs> like, you're good. Would be even better, actually. This is even better. This is genius. We do that for Adams's bachelor party, right? We hire said hookers and strippers, and then at, we let Adam go in first, and then we tell the girls to go in with him, and then we lock him in, send him on his merry way, and just watch. No, here's what here's what we do. We all go in there, and we get a bunch of hookers and strippers, and we have to figure out which one is which. Mm, that would be a good one, you know. Yeah. So, you know, because, you know, down there, the, the strippers get a little frisky. I'm not going to lie. They mm-hmm. get a little handsy, especially on the street. Like you're just walking down. They're like basically groping people. Um, so, you know, you could definitely get away with a little bit of extra, like compared to other places around here. Like you can't even come, you know, six feet near them without getting your ass kicked by a bouncer. Right. So, so again, my ticket partner, Mike, he's addicted to strippers. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, every trip we went on, we went to a strip club, essentially. Um, when it came to Vegas, he was like, fuck that. It's way too expensive. He's like, it's like almost a grand just to get in the door to like a good strip. <sighs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, nah, we're good. I, I'm not spending what I just won. And I don't yeah, need to it get anyway. The door. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I'm all set up with that. Um, so again, I don't remember us even honestly, like, I don't think we even did a whole lot of walking around at night. At night was gambling time, essentially. Yeah. Um, we did do the zip line thing. I don't know if you guys did that. Um, no. So I don't know if I old, would. I, it would take it would take a couple of drinks for me to do that. I don't like heights. Old city. It's not that high, man. It was like I don't know, four hundred feet. Not even. I don't even know how high it was. Can you it was die like four at four hundred feet though? Can you die at four yes. stories? Okay, you can so die anything not... over forty. Anything over forty feet, you can die. Over forty, the, the feet, rule of, you can die. The rule of thumb is three times your body height is fatal. Okay, however really? tall you are, times that by three, and anything over that could be fatal. Even if I land uh, on all fours like a cat, I'm, I'm still dead. No, not, not necessarily. You're going to be hurt really bad, um, like really <laughs> Just bad. Clacking both my wrists and ankles. I mean, if you want to go morbid, I could talk morbid for a second, but um, I'll throw up. Yeah, because I mean, even people hitting the water at the wrong height, you're breaking most of your bones. So, Mm. um, yeah, it's it's not fun. Like bridge jumpers, it's not pretty. It's not a pretty sight. But anyway, um, the rule of thumb is three times your body height. So whatever you're, you know, for Lavalley, it's like four inches off the ground. Yes, you're dead. Yeah. but for, for us, you know, if you're five feet, anything over 15 feet, it's considered a high mechanism of injury and you could be, you know, paralyzed or worse. Hmm. Um, I mean, it all depends on as to what you hit. Like if you come into a pile of snow and it's not compact and you're getting absorbed, you're probably okay. If you fall into water, you could probably be okay. You fall onto concrete and you're probably not. You fall into a car, yeah, you're probably not hurt. You know, you're probably not, you know, not doing so hot. Okay. All right. That's, yeah. So, so me ziplining. No, that that goes through the old old side of Vegas, right? Yeah. So it's like the really old side, like the 1940s yes. thing, and it was kind of cool because they had like the they tried to modernize it a little bit where they had like lights above you, and it was like a light show while it was going on, and then you would zip along. And they had two heights. They had like the low height, and then they had the high height. The low height, you like sit in a chair. And you kind of just go through the high height. You lay like Superman and you just look, you're looking down over the crowd. So my wife and I did that one. Um, okay. so you go up like another two stories and then literally you lay down in this contraption and then you zip along. And it was a long, it was a long ride. It was probably like a three minute zip line. It was, it was pretty intense. Um, hmm. Did you do the zip line at Foxwoods? No, that's what I was about to say next. Like I haven't done that one, but that one is way higher and way faster. I think that one you're doing hmm. like a hundred miles an hour or something. This year, maybe doing it's something like stupid. Yeah, I always wanted to do it, and then obviously COVID happened, and that didn't happen. Because um, I was, I wanted to do it that day. We all went to Foxwoods um, and spent the night there for no reason. We just had the guys' night, but yes. um, it wasn't it wasn't open that late or whatever. Um, so we. Did I was actually just thinking instead. about because this, I believe, if I remember correctly, this time last year is when we did tacos and tequila. 
Mm, it would have been, I think it was February, but yeah, it was right about this time. No, that was, you're wrong. You're wrong. But you know why you're wrong? You, you know what we were, I'll tell playoffs. you why you're wrong. It was playoffs. Yes, it was playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs don't happen in February. I know playoffs right. don't happen for you in January or February on a regular basis for you being a Cowboys oh, you fan. You want to go there. You want to go there. You want to go there? Let's do it. Let's do it, bro. Let's do it, bro. I'm sorry. Who was the coach that you guys just interviewed like yesterday? Who was that coach? Dude, I can't I can't keep track. They're just hiring bum. I think I'm going to apply for a, for a head coach position. They're applying. They're just interviewing anybody, dude. They're looking for anybody. It's it's wild. And, you know, it, it cracks me up because I, I said this briefly on my podcast, too, where, like, you know, everyone's freaking about the enemy because, obviously – there's what, like two head coach positions available. I think it's just Texans and Eagles at this point. Um, and everyone's freaking about the enemy. And I'm like, look, we are not getting Eric the enemy. Like, it's just not going to happen. You know why it's not going to oh, happen? Yeah, because the Jags I, picked up um, the uh, other guy, Urban yeah. Meyer. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not going to happen because uh, Howie Roseman's not going to pay him. He's not going to pay him the money he that he could be getting anywhere else. If, if the enemy waits one more year, and waits for a position like Chicago to open up because Chicago will pay him. Chicago, mm-hmm. um, you couldn't even look at. Uh, I'm thinking I don't the know Chargers, Pete maybe. Pete Carroll's time is, is coming up, though. If he misses another playoff, uh, like deep in a playoff run, he could be looking at the chopping block, too. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to LaValle yesterday on the phone, and I was like, man, I don't care that that Kellen Moore wants to go interview at Boise State for the head coach job or he wants to go interview somewhere else. But kill me if he goes to the Eagles. Like, how dare you? How dare you? You go anywhere else, any position, anywhere else. But no, you are not going to the Eagles. Like, I don't care. You want to go, go. You want to stay, stay. I'm cool with it either way. But you just can't go to the Eagles. Like, that is not allowed. I was just talking about that too, because he, you know, because we were on that group chat and he was talking about, um, about uh, Kellen Moore going to the Eagles, and I was like, no, like, cause I, like I said, I wanted a young, proven head coach, not someone that's, where he, to me, he's not experienced enough, you know, because we did that to Lavalley's point, like you said, like, we've we've already been with Doug Peterson, um, that position where someone who isn't or hasn't been a seasoned enough coordinator um because kellen's not even a coordinator right he's he's a quarterback coach he's he was the quarterback coach got promoted to offensive coordinator under garrett and then that was garrett's last year and then mike mccarthy came in he stayed as offensive coordinator under mccarthy so he's got two years of offensive coordinator and then before that so we basically so we had the same thing with doug peterson peterson i think was actually a coordinator for three years before he became head coach i could be wrong but i I, i'm not i don't think i am um i honestly think it's going to be kafka like i think it's going to be him i think that that would make the most sense um but going back to more i would love to take him away from you like there's no oh i'm sure you would there's no uh, hatred for the man himself it, or or the the fact that he was a Dallas Cow or is it currently a Dallas Cowboy at the moment if we can take something from the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> please lord let let us take it i don't care no i it is if you're going to take a cowboy uh, all right fine you want to make that deal you can have mike nolan i will give you mike nolan he's yours bye done. i don't even know who that done. is who's that it's our defensive coordinator you can have oh, okay <laughs> yep, he's yours. You want him? There you go. You can have our defense. Enjoy it. They're looking for um, anybody that's just going to be a yes man and be like, yes, Wentz, you're our guy. You know, start him all 16 games no matter what. That's all they're looking for. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're if – they're, I think their question for hire is, will you get rid of Jalen Hurts, yes or no? And if the answer is no, then they get fired. And if they say yes, you get hired. I think I, I said this on my podcast too, that which came out today coincidentally. Um, Richard's rant. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, I won't be surprised if you see Jalen Hurts get packaged up into a deal to trade him out of Philadelphia. I feel like a, a Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady situation is going to happen where they're going to trade him out for pennies just to get more picks because he's shown he can he can he can do his job. He, he can do well. Yeah. Um, he could be a good band aid or whatever you want to take him as. And I will not be surprised if 
that happens in Philadelphia, and that will that will just kill me. Because again, at that point, it's Wentz. You better show the hell up, or because again, if they let fans in next year too, and and Carson still plays the way he he played this year, he'll die. He might get he might get stabbed in the streets. You know Philadelphia. You've been there. You you lived there. You know he'll get shanked in the street. I mean, I wouldn't wear my Cowboys jersey for four years because of that reason. So, right. I mean, legitimately, you will you will die. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this question. I think I asked this to Valley, and let me just make sure I word it the right way. But okay. if you could make one move, you could pick up anybody you could for whatever position right now, who would it be? For any position? I mean, my biggest question mark is head coach. Okay. So if you want to take, are you taking head coach into it or out of it? I, I was thinking more player, but if you want to go coach route, that's fine. I, I've said before that I love the Lincoln Riley narrative for head coach, but I saw that he he did uh, get offered the position. They straight up offered it to him. Not even the interview. They offered him the job and he said no. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. So the Eagles offered Lincoln Riley a position. He shot it down. Yeah. He shot down the head coaching position. Wow, I did not hear that. Wow. Well, again, because he's making like seven, eight million in Oklahoma. Like he's not gonna go. We were paying Doug like just over four million. We're not gonna go out and pay someone over that. Like it's just not gonna happen. Maybe someone will get five, but it's gotta be a big heavy hitter. It's probably like I said, it's it's either gonna be Deuce Staley or it's gonna be um uh Kafka from uh OC. Um uh, from uh Kansas City, I mean. Um the only two people I see that's realistically going to be the next head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, as far as players go. It doesn't have to be the Eagles. It could be any team. Like I was talking to LaValle right. about, you know, uh, I think we were talking about the Patriots, but please, whatever you want. I like Jimmy G going back to the Patriots. I love that narrative. I would love to see that happen. All right. All right. Um, I I would like to see um, – what is it? I would like to see – I think that – what was I saying? That um, now that Breeze is retiring, mm-hmm. uh, Winston's going to stay there and be the, the quarterback. Um, and then I would like to see Watson go to Patriots. Okay. All right. I would like to see the Watson go to the Patriots because I really think that he would thrive up there. Um, LaValle made the talk about getting Stafford to, I think he said the Colts, mm-hmm. getting Matt Stafford out of there and go to the Colts. Um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of openings now this year. And we were talking about maybe even sending Wentz to um, the Colts or sending Wentz up to Detroit. See, that's the, that's going to be the biggest play that's going to happen because, you know, obviously Philip Rivers announced his retirement, I believe yesterday. Um, Mm -hmm. and we all know the narrative of, um, Frank Wright and Carson Wentz. And I think it's going to really depend again on who they hire as a head coach. If Wentz doesn't like who they hire, then he can demand a trade. And the most likely landing spot for him would be Indianapolis, in my opinion. Um, and so really it's going to come that, down or maybe that. even San Francisco get yep. rid of Jimmy G and have him go to San Francisco. Hey, McKittle. Oh man, that'd be a dirty, dirty move. He could go to LA and be the Rams head coach or the Rams uh, quarterback with what's going on with Quar with, uh, with what's going on with golf and, uh, and or golf, uh, that's what I meant, not car. McVay. Golf. Uh, I mean, if he's not a hundred percent, if McVay's not a hundred percent sold on golf and he, believes that he can turn someone around like Carson who really isn't that it's not like he's been you know every year is a worse year for him statistically it's just this was a bad year you know I think he can get back to where he was I just don't know if it actually will happen that's the problem Mm -hmm. you know see my thing is like he might get back to where he was but is it going to matter I don't know if it's going to matter right Um, I think, you know, I think the Eagles have a lot of issues um, personnel wise and in the locker room. I, and I think that having Doug gone might fix some of that, but it's going to take more than a year to fix that. 
And I don't know if they're going to give Wentz another year of him playing mediocre or worse. My big thing, again, I've talked about this on my podcast plenty of times where like Wentz has now become, unless he has a dramatic turnaround, he's going to be the bridge quarterback in Philadelphia, which is wild because we did not spend a first round pick and pay this guy over a hundred million dollars to be a bridge mm-hmm. quarterback. And now you have Jeff Laurie talking about, we're going to be rebuilding. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa what do you mean rebuilding? We just won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. We've been mm-hmm. to the playoffs every year for the past five years, minus two years, three years straight. We went to the Super Bowl. I mean, to the playoffs. Um, and, and now you're talking about rebuild. I mean, that's just wild to me. Absolutely wild. Right. It's not like they've been, they've had losing a losing record every single year. They're like, yeah, we're going to get rid of the head coach. We're going to we're going to basically gut everybody, which I have no problem with because these contracts that these got these big guys have, a lot of them are older. They need to go, um, right? And it's it's just so many different things need to play out as far as the head coach, what Carson Wentz wants to do. And then what's going to happen in the draft? Because Philadelphia will literally light itself on fire if Howie Roseman goes in and does not draft a wide receiver. Plain and simple. You have to draft a receiver. And not only a big a wide receiver, it has to be someone that was in at least the uh, NCAA championship game or at least the final four. If you don't get someone from Clemson, from Ohio State, from Alabama, they will light themselves on fire. Plain and simple. Right. If you walk in there right. and you get an offensive tackle or a defensive guard, I will drive down to Philadelphia and help you uh, help with the <laughs> mutiny because I mean, that's how upset and that's what how he's been trending that though. Yeah, I again, I don't mind the Jalen Rager pick. I really don't. I like the dude. I think he's got a lot of potential. I still think he didn't get highlighted enough for whatever reason. They just did not highlight him in the play calling which is frustrating to see. Um, and again, and bringing him more special teams just didn't happen this year. Mm-hmm. I think if that happens, plus again, having him as your number one or number two, well, I guess at this point it'll be his number. He'll be the number two because we're still going to get Jackson back this coming up year. So having Jackson Rager um, Ward, and then picking up a number one, an actual number one receiver, that's going to be huge. And then Wentz, at that point, Wentz has no excuse. You have no excuse to get these ball out to these guys. You just got to make it happen. I mean, yeah, he's got to be able to make plays. He's got to stop making stupid football moves. Like, that's my biggest thing I've said to you many, many times is that yeah. he makes dumb freaking stupid – like, diving head first, getting mm-hmm. stupid injuries. Like, bro, you're making dumb, hero dumb ball. decisions. He's playing hero and, ball. And, and, and I – said this on my podcast, no lie. I said, if you put Dakota Prescott, because his name is Dakota Prescott, you like that? Rain Dakota Prescott, please. It's Rain (laughs) Rain Dakota, please. I I love that his name is Rain. That makes me so happy. Um, You put Dak Prescott um, into this 2020 Philadelphia Eagles, they would have had a winning record. A winning record doesn't take much in the NFC East, though. That's true, but still. Uh, they would have had a winning record and I got to give, I, I said this to the Valley. Um, I don't remember if it was on podcast or not, but if uh, I, I looking back now with this whole Dak Prescott contract and everything like that, and you're seeing stuff like Goff, Wentz, Watson, Trubisky, um, you're seeing these quarterbacks that have, been paid the big money or have the big contracts and they're looking to leave or they're not performing. It makes the Cowboys look good. And that I hate saying that I hate saying that it makes the Cowboys look good because it makes them, it does because here they are. They're not hamstrung to a, a ginormous contract for somebody that completely had his freaking toes touch his knee because he like just full and I mean, they're not tied to him at all. He can come in and play the worst game of his life in the next four yep, games. No, they can no, no, no hurt, no problem. Yep. yep. No friggin' big deal. We have a solid backup. We have a solid backup. Yeah, that's you the know, thing. That's what... So it's it sucks when you see the Cowboys doing something right. 
as an Eagles fan, you hate that. You hate seeing the Cowboys doing something right. And it, it does kind it, it of hurts. It hurts a little bit. It hurts. It, it hurts, hurts a lot. You. I don't it like you. it. I really don't like See, it. I think that the Cowboys won't make another mistake of the, what they made with, with Zeke because they gave mm-hmm. Zeke this monster contract. And for the last two years, he's been meh. He's been a donut, dude. Meh. Freaking putting up not – he has not been Zeke. Uh, honestly, Pollard, our second running back, looks better in most in most cases than Zeke. Yeah. So, whatever. I mean, I'm okay with giving Zeke another year, give Dak the ball back and see what happens. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, what other thing did I want to ask you? There was something else. Oh, so – I've been trying to get my man cave together for the new house and Mm -hmm. I've been going back and forth and I want to know your opinion. Would you prefer a PlayStation or an Xbox? So I have always been a PlayStation guy always. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I would go PlayStation. Uh, I know a lot of people like Xbox, you know, call of duty and, uh, um halo being xbox games you know uh i've always been a playstation guy um i've always liked what playstation does and i've just always been a playstation person i honestly find that more people are either buying both or they're going more playstation as far as people in my circle that i know um have playstations see i won't buy both i'll buy one or the other i'm not buying both um, right, but I, I've been literally trying to get one of these things for the last two months, and they're sold out everywhere. I'm like, this is the I'm dumbest, sure. dumbest thing. Because I want the man cave to go up. I want, I want, I think I want the, I think they both play the Blu-ray or whatever. But I want a Blu-ray player. That's why I don't want like their online only edition. Like, I want an actual yeah, disc I, thing so I can throw movies in. Uh, see, I I would do the online only because I I don't need a bunch of discs just chilling all over my. I, I'm a pack rat as it is. Okay, I don't need mm-hmm. a bunch of just like game discs all over the place, and you know, yeah. but my kids would use them as frisbees or just eat them because they're animals. So I, I can't. No, I'll just download it. See, like I'm, I, I don't, I want control of something. Like if I own something, I want to have physical control of it. If I, I want something tangible I could touch. I can't yeah. touch a game that I have to download. You know, like okay. I. I feel like, and then if I wanted to take it somewhere, I need to have internet. Like what if I wanted to go camping or something for the weekend? I want a PlayStation just for shits and giggles. Now I have to connect to the internet to play a game. Like, no, let me go play my Madden with my friends in the back of an RV with no internet and leave me alone. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you could just hot my phone, thing. but yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, I could, but now I'm using my data. Now my cell phone bill is like 500 bucks. I don't want to do that either. So, um, <laughs> Um, speaking about bills, dude, LaValley, I talked to LaValley. I'm so pissed at Comcast, dude. We are internet is stupid expensive these days. Stupid. Granted, I don't have your po, po- boy internet, you know, that, you know, you keep lagging out there. Yeah, I know. Um, it just went up to like $55 and I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. It's, it's $55 honestly... to, to have nothing like that. That's crazy. Well, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's my fault. I know it's my fault. It's because I have a, instead of getting the the router from the wireless router from Comcast, I went out and bought like a $10 wireless router from Walmart. And that's probably what my problem is. If I, if I upgraded to the Comcast, like I'd probably be all set, but I just don't feel like it. And then it doesn't have for, for more. Yeah. I have no problem. It's when I do these like zoom or Skype uh, or even FaceTime, sometimes it comes in and out. Um, But when I stream, no problem. Hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Because I'm definitely going to do a like we're looking at the internet and we're like, well, why don't we just get Hulu and stream it? And I'm yep. like, well, you know, th- then that's using the internet data. So now we're going to be going over on the data and then charging us for that because Comcast sucks and all they want is money. You should look at your uh, phone company. provider. Who, who do you got for your phone provider? Uh, AT&T. Yeah, they have, they have something. Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure that out. But T-Mobile just launched it. There's like T-Mobile, T, T-Mobile TV now where you can get them for their, their internet, their TV, and their cell phone. That's what a lot of these cell phone companies are doing now. They're just packaging everything together because streaming TV is just so easy now. Um, mm-hmm. It might be worth checking out over at the AT&T. That's not a bad idea. Um, I'm full of not bad yeah, ideas. You know? I'm paying already enough of that, so... 
it might not be a bad move to just add it on to the AT&T thing and call it a day. Well, that's what I've been looking at too, thinking about too, um, because my, my cell phone's 75, the internet, like I said, just jumped up to 55 and I pay about 15 for sling. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying like, you know, good amount of money when I can just package it all together and basically save like $25 a month. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. But for me, I also, I also don't want to jump into something like that. Cause I could be leaving. I could be leaving next week for yeah. all I freaking know. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I got to wait till I get down there and then I'll reassess. Yeah. Um, so you and you and, uh, your buddy there, LaValle, do a thing at the end of your podcast on Ritual and Lala where you guys ask each other questions. So I'm going to yeah. ask you one, and I want I want your answer. Oh, yeah. Um, what is one thing you hated as a child? My sister. For whatever reason. Oh, come on, bro. Really? I mean, you want, you want like, a food or... I, I, well, I, was, I was expecting like a food or doing something like, you know, oh, my mom made us go to church on Sunday. You know, something crazy. Something like that. Not like... Oh, I hate my sister. Um, let's see. Something I hated as a child. That's a good one. I'll give you that. One. That's a good. One. I might steal that for Richard and Lala this weekend. Um, Do it. I'll, I'll keep it between you and me. I think something I freaking hated. I honestly don't know. I mean, we had cats. Like we had the litter box in the bathroom. That was annoying. You know, you go sit down, take a crap, and then you're like stepping in cat litter you know what i mean like that wasn't that's, fun that's pretty fair yeah yeah I, I remember you know we had to do the family pictures every year and i hated that hated that and yeah, go to like jc penny or sears or whatever yep. like no i hated that we did that when my brother was oh man he was little he's a fat little baby so he was like one if that and then we did it again in high school i had pharyngitis very Oof. sick you know everything was all inflamed it was horrible um and he was not a smiler and so we went i think we actually went to walmart maybe for this photo and i looked at him I'm like you better fucking smile for this picture bro i don't got all day i want to go back home keep watching my lord of the rings and go to fucking bed fucking smile <laughs> and he did he smiled like a champion my mom was so happy she was like oh look at austin he's so happy look at him and i was like yeah i did kind of threatened his life i didn't tell her that i was just you know thinking yeah i kind of threatened him but you know whatever there you go merry christmas mom yep yeah how to do every it every year always... you did a photo i don't know about every year but it was quite often and i'm like mm-hmm. really you have to do this again like i don't want to do this um yeah so that was my thing i just didn't know if you had something like you had you had to eat all your vegetables before you could leave the table or something like that oh uh, no my mom was a very like First off, if there were vegetables in our dinner, like then we were eating like chicken pot pie or something Ch- like that. I was like banquet. Chinese with, with Chinese food with uh, chicken and broccoli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that was vegetables at my house growing up. Where we'd have, she loved the. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'll tell you. Uh, she loved pasta. Like so, we'd have pasta probably like twice a week. You know, just cheap and easy. Um, my mom was a very simple cook. Uh, like her meatloaf slamming you know what her meatloaf was mm-hmm. it was literally just a pound of hamburger and the meatloaf seasoning that's it Oof, that seems pretty just, salty it was just a seasoned salty beef that's all it was and to me that was meatloaf and i'll never forget the first time i had real meatloaf at my girlfriend at the time in high school and i was like the hell is that that looks like cat throw up why is there like diced tomatoes in here and what are this white mm-hmm. chunky bread you put bread in the now this is stupid okay (laughs) like i was like this is way too fancy going on right here um but so when my mom would make pasta first off she did not butter the noodles um she'd put Mm -hmm. the butter in the water as it was boiling which made no sense to me um so it would just come out as a big clump of uh of pasta and she also used angel hair pasta Mm. which is to me the worst kind of pasta you can have. I'm sick of angel hair pasta. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big pasta fan to begin with, but if I had to pick one, I think I'd pick angel. I think angel hair is basic. You can't screw it up. Yeah. I just, I just don't like how thin it is. I like the thickness of a spaghetti, 
not the angel hair. Unless I'm having shrimp scampi, no problem. Throw some angel hair in there, but no. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. What else you got, bro? Anything else we want to get off the uh, air? I can't think of anything. The next time we'll be doing this, we'll be doing this in my 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 man cave. Right, so so that's another thing too. So with your man cave, because I thought you were gonna ask me something different. I thought you were gonna ask me like, what would you put in your man cave? And honestly, your fish tank would be really dope in that man cave because you have that big long wall up against there, you know. So you walk in and boom, aquarium. See, I was talking to my wife about that, and the issue I thought about after I was talking to her was that there might be too much sunlight in there. So I think I'll have an algae problem because of all the windows. I don't mm-hmm. know if it'll work. So I don't know. I think a fish tank might be out. What if you put it in one of the bathrooms? There's only one bathroom that doesn't have a window. All my other bathrooms have windows. Hmm. I should put it in the shower. Yes. Built it into the shower. That's what I should do. Instead on the of floor. having the tile or whatever. Or yeah, you step on it. Yep. Yeah, little like hole that you unscrew and just feed them, and you screw it back on. Uh, All I know is that if you get an aquarium, don't get a starfish. Why? They eat everything. Isn't that a good thing? Like, shouldn't they like? Don't they like clean the tanks or something? Or is that the snails? I have no idea. All I know is that my first drummer I had, he had a dope aquarium. Like he had shark, he had freaking all these exotic fish, and he was so pumped that he got a starfish. And then one day, all his fish were dying because the freaking starfish was running around killing all the fish. Like he was eating them all. I did not realize Patrick was a mass murderer. Right? Patrick's his name, yeah. starfish. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick gives no fucks and he will kill all. Can't help himself. He's a monster. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Well, on that pleasant note, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Drinks with Dan, brought to you by the Sideline Network. As always, thank you for listening. You can catch Drinks with Dan whenever I feel like releasing it, whenever Richard tells me to. He's the boss. Um, you can also catch him with his uh, rant. You could catch LaValley with his Sports Talk Radio and catch Drinks uh, in Richard Nala podcast. This drink is getting to me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Richard, anything else? That's it. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. Thanks for getting me uh, day drunk before noon. It's a good day. It's a good day.